Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another live episode of Speak On It Post Game Live. We're here after game three of the Eastern Conference Finals with the Celtics and the Heat. Heat get the win in a very interesting, strange game. We're going to get right into it. It's just me and my man who got the mad producer in the building, Podcast Poppy. We're out here. It was a great game. It was a, very, it was a very great game. game. Heat win 109-103, but that does not tell the story. Heat were up 26 in the first half. I think they cut it to 21 by uh, halftime. Yeah, Boston went on a nasty run that cut it into, I think, And then 19. they cut it to like 15, yeah, at halftime. Yeah, Gave Jason them a little Tatum bit hit of his juice. only three of the night. At the at the buzzer to bring him into halftime right before the half. It was a it was a very good game. It was very it was a fight. It was it uh, was, a, it was, was it Bill fight. Simmons uh, on Twitter who said, "Great job by Miami making it into a football game and not a basketball game because Boston <laughs> wasn't prepared." I wouldn't go that far, but he's biased. So no, but uh, I, I I think there's sentiment to that. He was like, "Because they played more physical." They did. Then they Boston did. did. They absolutely did, and Boston wasn't prepared for it. And my my takeaway is like his stat sheet may not be great, but Victor Oladipo was the player of the game to me. He was the guy who changed mm-hmm. how how Boston line. ran their offense. He had a not great stat line. He was like one for five from the field with like five points and four steals, but he was massive in forcing or having his hand involved in some of these turnovers. Boston with, what, 23 turnovers in the game. 19 of them were steals. 19 steals for the Heat. 19 steals for the Heat off of 23 turnovers. So it's not as if Boston was just being, like, super careless and throwing the ball away. They were giving the ball away. Like, they were getting clamped up. They were forced turnovers. There's There was a sequence in the, in the third quarter when Jalen Brown was going supernova. Like, couldn't be stopped. Mm-hmm. Where Oladipo just straight up said, that's mine. Gets the ball to Max Struess on a layup. Tatum comes down the next possession. That's mine. Forces another fast break layup. And then Brown again. That's mine. And then they start doing the thing that I hate the most in NBA is this fucking switch defense, man. They mm-hmm. they know that Victor Oladipo is giving Jalen Brown fits, and they're like, okay, well, here's a soft screen. Now Max Drews is guarding you. Go cook. And then it let him get hot. Yeah, and he did. And he absolutely he cooked. He ended the game with 40 points, nine rebounds, six assists, which is phenomenal. But if you're looking on YouTube, you see that key number there at the end? Seven turnovers. It's it's that stat that I've been saying since the first round where that turnover stat, if that thing's over five, you're probably not winning. If your star players has five-plus turnovers, you're probably not going to win that game, no matter how good of a game you had. Jalen Brown, 49-6. and six. He missed like five shots total all night. Like, he had a phenomenal night. He was on fire. But he was giving He's the ball away. On fire tonight. He was giving the ball away, and he Left was and what? Right. And minus even five. They cut it. He was minus five with forty points, which is not good. That you, between him and Jason Tatum having what twelve turnovers total or thirteen totals? Thirteen. Yeah, 
Yeah, seven and six, 13 to- turnovers total. Your two star players can't be giving the ball away. That's literally at the bare minimum, 26 points. <laughs> yeah. Literally 26 points like, in a possession. Way too much to overcome. Which, that's not even counting way three pointers. <laughs> not even counting three pointers. Or and ones. Like, Especially you're just, when, you, when you have Bam going off. Bam just... did exactly what I said was going to happen. He wasn't going to shoot six shots total again. Like, Spo made it a point to make Bam the focal point early and often. And he had himself a 29.10 or 31, 10, 6 and for and played 42 minutes. Like he played a great game offensively. Bam was awesome. Kyle Lowry, even though he had like a soft, uh, a soft stat line of what, like 10, 10 and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 11 yeah. and six. 11, six, 11 and six. And one rebound, four for 11. Like massive 29 minutes came out and made an impact. Had one of the big steals at the end of the game off the inbound pass that Mike absolutely loved. <laughs> I, I like, mean, I'm a big Kyle, Kyle Lowry fan. Uh, it does me great joy to see Kyle Lowry doing well. It also does me great joy because James does not like Kyle Lowry. So whenever Kyle Lowry does something well, I have to point out to James that Kyle Lowry did something well. Just so he can understand that that's world champion Kyle Lowry. Yeah, no, that's world champion Kyle Lowry. I was on the boat of you probably don't play Kyle Lowry because you don't really, like, with these hamstrings, you can really fuck them up. But he came out and looked like he didn't lose a step. They were watching his minutes, only again, like only 28, 29 minutes. And they're probably going to keep load managing him a little bit because guys like Gabriel Vincent didn't play great tonight. But Oladipo, man, that's, that's the only thing I can really say, especially since Jimmy Butler wasn't able to come out. Because he had knee inflammation at halftime. Like, that was Boston's Mm -hmm. chance. That was Boston's chance to really come in and, like, show that, like, they wanted to win, but they didn't want to win this game. They could not hold on to the ball. They they gave Miami every chance at the end of that game to stay alive. Every chance. That's what I said. The turnover, Jalen Brown did all of that, and then in that last two minutes just had two all, he, he had an awful pass. Sometimes Jalen Brown and likes to do too much, and I'm I I I. It's hard for me to do this because I've been a Jalen Brown hater, hater for like all of his career. But like, he's doing things he's not great at doing. Like he's not a great ball handler, yet he's constantly doing the tween 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 step back pull up three. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad three-point shooter, but, like, you probably shouldn't be the one taking that shot. And he likes to do those drive-in, stop, bring your foot back around, and turn around fadeaway, which, like, it's a slow fadeaway. Like, it goes in, but, like, there's a lot of things skill-wise that I'm like, you probably shouldn't be taking that shot. And a team like Miami can capitalize on that and take that ball away like we saw them do. And then I think it was Kyle Lowry who was in on the jump ball. Uh, when they mm-hmm. tried to, f- uh, when he had to toss it up out of that mid-range shot, like they were, they were all over them, all over them, and they did a great job. There was a lot of bodies hitting the floor, a lot of guys getting hurt. Like this is this was physical basketball tonight. Marcus Smart having his Paul Pierce moment, followed by Jason Tatum having his Paul Pierce moment, and that's when I knew Boston wasn't going to win. All their bad, ju- all their good juju that they've fucking accumulated. Went away. You can only have one Paul Pierce moment. Yeah. Jason Tatum's 
I don't want to say it's extra because I'm not in his body. I don't know what happened, but his, like I said, you can you can't not look at that replay and not know that Marcus Smart really, really wrote that ankle and probably should not have come back in this game. Mm-hmm. But warrior, he he's tough, a warrior, man. Tough son of a gun. Came back, came back, and hit a three-two, and he hit that three. Yeah, that was, was a nice like, step back three. I was like, uh oh. Oh, no. (laughs) And when Marcus Smart came out, that crowd went absolutely nuts. 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 And it's like, like, it's, uh, again, it sucks that this is the Boston Celtics. Because, like, like, I'm rooting for Boston because I picked Boston, and I really, really like Jason Tatum. And, again, again, I think this is Jason Tatum's coming out party where it's like, hey, welcome to superstardom. But, like, Mm -hmm. you can't have a game like you had tonight. Like, there's there's no way. If this was Kevin Durant who had that game having 10 points, everybody on first take in the morning would just be like, he's a bum. Not clutch. Got Not clutch. You, you need staff. You need this. But, like, this is where, as, as people who watch the sport and, like, are going to be creating narratives, this is where it's like you have to hold the guy accountable like you would hold a, a LeBron, a KD, a Kawhi, a Paul George, a Steph, a Ja. Like, this is the step you took. This is the criticism that's got to come your way. You can't play like a bum. Cannot. You cannot. This was this was exactly my criticism for Jason Tatum all year, where it's like when the moment gets a little big, he kind of doesn't show up. Granted, we haven't seen it all at all in this playoffs until right now. At all, he's been unbelievable in the Milwaukee series. He he had didn't have a game this bad. He didn't have a game this bad. He didn't have a game this bad, but even in the Milwaukee series, he was available on defense, and he did what yeah. he was supposed to do on defense, which kind of makes up next for game. it. And then he came back next game and was on fire. Yeah. Which so, like, I expect him next game to come back and be on yeah, fire. Yeah, one of my uh, – shout-out to Kareem, one of my Boston Celtics friends. He's like, Jason Tatum, I expect 50 out of you <laughs> on the next a, game. 50 is a little much, but I would – not be surprised if we get a J- as long as we get like a Jason Tatum masterclass the next game, all will be forgiven. Like we'll forget about the ten point yep. fucking six turnover game. But this is this mm. is where it's like you got to hold them accountable. Can't do it. But this this is where this is where we see though because this is where series turns game four five and six. This is this is the meat and potatoes of the series now. This is the first must win game of the series. Yeah, because. Boston has to win next game. If Boston loses game four, Pack series is over. Pack them up. Pack them up. Pack them up. It's gonna. I do Pack not want to see another two short series because that Golden State series is getting packed up too. But uh, uh-uh. I I need I need this to be a full series, at least six. Like I need to see them consistently fight. But we don't know what the Jimmy Butler status is going to be now. Yeah, he already missed a game with that inflamed knee, and even if he gets it drained, we don't know what's going to happen in forty-eight hours. No idea. And if Jimmy Butler is not available, my Miami and seven is not very good. But if Jimmy Butler is not available, he may miss only one game, and that may be the game that gets Boston back in it. And it Game. ties it back up, yeah. going back to Miami. Yeah. There this this was a good game. It was a weird game. 
because of all the injuries, all the players getting hurt. Tyler, but, we're not like, even talking about Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was awful tonight. And they still won. So. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, this is probably, I think this is the closest game of the playoffs or the, the, the conference finals so far. Because, <laughs> what, no, the, yeah, I mean, last night the Warriors game. won by nine. So this was this was the second closest. No, this is now the closest what, game. Wait, I, what was game one? Game one? Oh no, yeah, game one. Game one was, was a blowout. Game one was a blowout. Game one was a blowout, and then last night Golden State fucking just took over. They Dallas Luca unbelievable, but I'm gonna tell you what last night's game because I was out. I saw the highlights. Last night's game made me nervous for the for my Golden State pick because. It, it it looked like Golden State had to pull to. It looked like they were thoroughly getting outplayed at home. And then, and, and well, Steph Boogie, Steph Boogie, but Dallas. I, we me, all know we Dallas is a different monster. We took in that Dallas. in two different ways. I think this series may just get packed up. Broom, bring you, it out. You think that was Dallas's best punch? I think that was Golden, Dallas's best punch. And Golden State took it. Because they had, God, there, the first half of that game, Mike, was so bad as far as officiating-wise. There there were so many <laughs> calls on both sides. Like, there was a, a time where, um, what's his face, uh, Davis Bertans and uh, the dude who's dating fucking Steph's sister got into it, and they gave a double tactical when Bertans literally, like, was on the floor he tried to walk over Bertons, and Bertons tried to stand up. Didn't say a word, and they double tech, double teed. Well, that's just the default for everything now. It's just like, it was technical. it was piss poor. Like Draymond got a tactical in the first like four minutes for talking shit, and then proceeded to just say whatever he wanted to whoever he wanted, and almost got into like an altercation with Reggie Bullock, and. Nobody was going to call a double tech. Nobody was going to call another double technical. Draymond knew that he paid the Draymond tax and now can get away with murder unless he punched somebody in the face. <laughs> and then he ended up fouling out at the end. But like, they were up twenty going into halftime, and I'm watching the game with Janice, and she's like, "Oh, are you worried?" I'm like, "No, the Warriors have Steph Curry." <laughs> yep. And mind you, I would like to let the world know that I won all of my bets last night. Because I picked Steph Curry uh, over four and a half threes, and he hit that in the first half. I had Steph Curry with 30 points plus the Warriors win, hit that. And Warriors money line, hit that. Yeah, I wish you would have showed me that parlay. I might have I might have partook it. Well, I did that individually. I should have. Uh, I did them all individual bets. Oh, okay. To try, because that was, that was a nice little win there. Nice little win. I, I snagged Warriors money line at plus 230 when they were down 20. Mm, nice. So I was like, let me steal this because they're coming back. Nice. It was, it was a nice game. Jordan Poole had himself a game. They literally sat Steph and Draymond for like the first half of the fourth quarter. Like Jordan Poole and Otto Porter and those guys were balling. That's, that's why uh, Golden State is scary. I can't believe that. Um, what was it? 538, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Have them as the least favorite team to win the championship. Yeah, I don't understand that. 
I don't understand well, that. What they're what basketball are you watching? They're to me, they are the team to they're be. the favorite. They yeah. are the favorite to me. Like, there's no way they aren't going to win the NBA Finals. They are a better team than everybody here. I do think it's a bad matchup. I think Boston's a bad matchup for them, but I would pick them. I would pick them against Boston. I'd pick them against Miami. I'd pick them against anybody at this point. Like the Steph Curry, Jordan Poole are instant offense, and then you have this this just hidden, just like you don't even know what Clay is gonna be. Because Clay's gone, either gonna give you fifteen trouble. or he's gonna give you forty. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Draymond, where Draymond's just gonna get in somebody's head, and he's probably falling around Tatum all day, because that's their four. Unless they go in a big lineup and they put Robert Williams and Al Horford out there, which will get them run off the yeah, court. And he's gonna have to- I don't think he runs. I don't think he runs Williams off the court. I don't think he runs. No, no, he would run Al Horford off the court. He he might run Al because off the court. they're going to switch and their off ball actions are so ridiculous. You step step switching on Al Horford. We're gonna we're gonna sit there and think Al Horford has a fucking chance. We're gonna we're gonna sit there and watch Steph cook him up. Steph will cook him up and delightly pack pack his ass up and send him back to Santiago. Like (laughs) (laughs) back to the island for you. Like this, this I don't think there's any way. Like but this is, I, so I mean, we're jumping a little bit, but does that mean that you're picking Golden State in the next game? Because I'm picking Dallas. Tomorrow. I'm picking Golden State. I, I originally picked Golden State in five. I, I don't know because I think <laughs> I think they can pack them up in game four. Like the way. Dallas came out and they had the lead. They let it go and they let Golden State get fucking hot and confident. Now you got Steph hot dogging. Steph hits like six threes last night and it's like, well, he's back. They fucked up. He's so good. He's so good. Absolutely fucked up. Because Luca had a game. Luca had a great game. Brunson had a great game. Didn't when he played great. But the rest of that team is fucking bad. Rest of that team is fucking bad, and Golden Trash. State has a bench. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know how the rest of that series is gonna uh, is really gonna go because I think it ended any moment. It, it's liable to end at any moment, but I, like I said, I'm taking the opposite route from that. That's Dallas going. You know what? We can play with these guys, and if we just clean up a little bit. We can play with these guys, and we're going home where we can't miss for some reason. So, all of that, I'm going to take Dallas next game. Uh, and Golden State has not been good on the road in these playoffs. So they have not, but I feel like that changes this series. Because this is by far the worst team as a whole that they faced. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because at least Jokic can oh, get yeah. those other guys to play above their ceiling. Yeah. Nobody in Dallas plays above their ceiling. Besides the and that's the, that's the problem. They, like Jalen Brunson plays to his ceiling and Dinwiddie plays to his ceiling. Which like you're supposed to get. The role players will play better at home. How much better, who knows. 
But when you have guys like Steph and Clay and Draymond and all the rest of that Warriors team that's just been together for fucking ever, it's very hard to bet against them. Well, I am tomorrow. And this series, is I don't know how Anthony. Play. I don't know how Anthony picked uh, Dallas to win this series, but uh, didn't he pick Dallas in six. He picked Dallas in six, so, so that means so Golden State literally can't Anthony, win any other games. Golden State has won their last game this year. Yeah, well, and then you fucked up uh, James on his bet. I just, it, it was just a nope. spontaneous. No, nope. it just came out because it was so ridiculous. Like, why would you even do that? We're out here to make Anthony miserable. <laughs> and you're over this. here saving the poor <laughs> lad. He just, he's, oh, listen, I'm going to enjoy my tequila. And I'm going to enjoy my $27 bets. <laughs> Which by far, did you see the con- little conversation Anthony and I had today about the yep. Reds loss? Yeah. And how he called me fucking like a, a lame because he was like, that's mm-hmm. the best you got. I was like, well, it's hard mm-hmm. to get to 42 if you can't get to 12. And it, it, none of it matters until we get to July. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It, it ma- it, hey, man. Oh, I will post that every time the Reds lose. I will post that same quote, and I will just change the numbers. That over under on forty two, though. Like I think they're going to win more than forty two games, but not by much. But if I somehow will if, this, if they lose less than forty two, oh my! Like you know what their record would have? They'd have to have one hundred and twenty losses. It would be one hundred twenty losses. Yeah. I, that's got to be the worst record. They're ever. the worst team in baseball. Mike, but 120 losses would be the worst record ever, right? I think so. I feel I like the Marlins somehow have had that. I think I've ever seen losses. Let's let's take a look. Let's get the, let's get the folks at home. Most folks at home, if you're wondering why it's just me and Dylan, it, it is a Saturday night, and me and Dylan are the 1962 sadly... Mets have the record for the most losses with 120 losses. So it would be. T- it would be tied. It would be the same. How much did he bet you on that? Twenty-seven dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're sixty-two Mets bad. They are. But <laughs> hey, man! Every baseball publication is giving them an F minus minus for their season so far. So uh, I'll trust the guys who do this for a living. I just Not thought it was funny Anthony. that. That he was talking about them going seven and three and being the second hottest team in baseball, and seven and three, seven and three literally gave you the worst record in baseball by still like four five games. Like that is just. Meanwhile, we're still just making the White Sox our fucking bitch. Yes, yeah. I mean, I was gonna save this for Tuesday's show, but I don't like this bad juju. I don't either, but I don't. I did. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Nope. Didn't didn't like it at all. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, that that'll be for Tuesday. But Lord, God, love Yankees, just, Yankees still, are still yeah. good. Yankees are still, still good. Don't don't care. Don't care. That's high note. Shout out to it. We will be at Yankee Stadium on Wednesday. There will be. No, I don't know who's supposed to play Wednesday, but there will be no post game live on Wednesday. Because the fellas are going on a road trip. And oh, it's I'm Boston and Miami. Myself. If it's an elimination game. That'll be game five. 
I need them to win so it's not an elimination game. Mm-hmm. So, so we don't feel do bad about being at Yankee Stadium. We don't have to do that shit in the car. <laughs> Post game live from Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was about to say I am not look. I am looking for. I'm not gonna lie. I am looking forward to this car trip with you and Anthony because this is going to be classic. Yeah, that's but, gonna be uh, some great shit. Because <laughs> it's gonna be me just talking shit to be, him the whole time. This is gonna be. You two just are, he can't run. So like I don't I don't know what he's gonna do. He can't he's run stuck. from you in the in He's the like car. a rat in a cage. Like all his clever little convenient excuses to disappear from the chat. I've gotta go work out, gotta go to work, gotta go do this, go into the bar, all of that's not gonna be able to That's why his bitch ass is in the backseat. <laughs> I already called shotgun. <laughs> He's got to sit there with his, his Anthony. is a large human, so like he's a he's a big boy, height, weight, everything. Like that's a large man, and having him be backseat bitch is the best because he's be complaining. Oh yeah, man, my legs hurt. Can we uh, switch? <laughs> he's gonna have to sit behind you too because I'm six three, so mm-hmm. he's not gonna be able to sit behind me comfortably. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to sit behind me, and I like to have uh, leg space. Leg I'm room. an average height human. <laughs> like, I like leg space. He's gonna be sitting there trying to lay down in the back seat, just keep his legs up. Can't wait. <laughs> gonna be fun though. I can't wait to get me a sausage. Mm-hmm. Beer. I'm gonna be, I'm nice gonna be beer. Maybe I'll get a pretzel. Maybe I'll get a pretzel. Let's see how I feel. Let's see how I feel that day. We but, should try uh, we should try to get Anthony to eat as many hot dogs as possible. <laughs> me, last time I went to Yankee Stadium, me and my buddy Fredo, shout out to you, Fredo. Uh, I told him, I was like, hey, uh, I'll take you to Yankee Stadium for my birthday, but every time I hand you a hot dog, you have to eat it. And he was like, okay, he ate like 13 hot dogs. Yeah, I literally, I would just sit there and we'd be talking. I'll just be like, and I'll just have them. Another one. I'll just have another one. And then we were leaving Yankee Stadium. I was like, hey, hold up. I want to get a water. I was like, can I get like four hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, he was farting all up on the train. But, man, it was a good time. He was like, I hate hot dogs. <laughs> I wanted to take the train, but I think this car ride is going to be fun. The car ride is going to be a great time. There's not going to be a ton of traffic at the time either. So it'll be, it'll be a fun time. Yeah. Um. Those of you watching us, I know if you've been watching us, you know that these post-game lives have been insane this week. Everybody has the night off tonight. It's James, been good to have a, a relaxing one. Yeah, that doesn't just give me actually a talk, talk basketball. But I do have some words from our – we're still looking for French, by the way. If anyone's found French, I thought maybe he would have popped up tonight since Miami won. But we're still looking for him. We have no cartons out for him. Don't they stop French? <laughs> Don't they stop? He has some questions that he needs to answer. But uh, I do have some words from our Boston correspondent who did make sure to get in his takeaways from tonight's game. I actually Celtics took an L, but shout out to him for still, you know, taking it on the chin, taking it in stride. Uh, he's called Kyle Lowry, my guy Kyle Lowry, and Bam, the X factors for the game. He said the Celtics missed an opportunity tonight, like you said, Dylan. 
and they had two uh, silly moves caused turnovers. He said Jason Tatum did not play well. The Heat defense on Tatum on Tatum shut down our offense. Besides Jalen Brown going off, need to make sure that I included. It's still fuck Miami, but good win. <laughs> it was a good game. That was the best game of the playoffs so far. So, or of the conference finals so far. But hopefully it gets better. Yeah, I have I have a special guest who wants to give his two cents on the game. Boyo, you're up. We'll be introducing live my little superstar here, Jaden Daniel, coming in. My seven-year-old little baseball superstar. Baseball superstar, Jaden. How you doing? Good. You doing good? You uh, you said you wanted to come on the podcast and say some things. Yeah. What do you want to say about the game tonight? Anything. Oh, he froze. He froze. The bright lights. The bright lights. But it's all right. He's a superstar. You want to say that again? Go ahead. Don't turn over the ball. (laughs) Sound advice. Sound advice. Thank you, buddy. I would have gotten more. Close the door. (laughs) Close the door. Don't turn over the ball. Sound advice from a seven-year-old boy. Hopefully the Celtics listen because they need so. it. They need it. He, Jason Tatum needs a spark in the a spark in the pants. I should have Jane go beat up Deuce. Maybe that'll light, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll light a fire up under him. But, hey, don't turn over the fucking ball. Don't turn over the ball. I mean, I agree 1,000% with that. Um I do think that Miami is uh, that Boston's going to win the next game, uh, regardless of if Jimmy Butler plays or not. But I need Jimmy Butler to play. I'm not going to sit here and pull an Anthony and start acting crazy, even though I'm two wins away from some tequila. But we got a long way to go. Anthony's so. about to put his bad juju on me for picking the Celtics. <laughs> That fucking scumbag. But I do before <laughs> before we get out of here. I just want to give a little bit more love to Bam because Bam, we were killing Bam in here uh, for Game Two's post game, and we said, like you said, what did he take? Five shots? He took six shots. He was three six for shots. six total, eight points. It's it's completely unacceptable for a player. But they took his full advantage of Time Lord not being there today. That Full was advantage big. of Time Lord not being there today. We don't that know if Time Lord's going to be there. Because I didn't know about that until long before the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, well, this just got. I, I saw it a couple hours before and I was like, oh, big bam game coming. Oh. Big bam game coming because he was, he did whatever he wanted. He was able to pull Al Horford out of the paint, mm-hmm. get these other guys better shots. PJ Tucker played a, re- a really good game too. PJ Tucker played a very good game. PJ Tucker is just a, is just an older Grant Williams. <laughs> They're just Maybe the same person. Him. They're just the same person. So like it, it when, they, when I say this team is a mirror, this team is a mirror of each other. Like 
it, it can go either way. I'm not going to be surprised yeah. if either one of these guys win. They're both great teams with the two best coaches in the conference. So let's hope let's hope we get more good games. No more blowouts. I hate I know, these no, twenty point leads. No more blowouts. It, it's taking the steam off of post game live, but it's give me a wire to wire game. Give us something, some bad coach. We'll see, and that's the problem. You're not, not going to have bad, bad, coaching. Co- bad coaching decisions where we got to sit here and argue about, well, should you foul in the last two minutes? Should you not? Should, like, it's... Like, even, even like, the first two games, right? The first two games it. had great adjustments. Where it's like, oh, Boston's up, mm-hmm. like, 20 in the first half. Oh, Miami's back in the game in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Boston's up, or my Boston goes on a, like, 23 to fucking two run in the first quarter. They don't look back. And it's like, no, good coaching can't save that. But even still, in the third quarter, Miami came back before Boston pulled away. In the first game, Boston Mm -hmm. was all in that, and then Miami pulled away. So it's, this has just been a really. I'd rather, like, the only, my only gripe is I want, instead of seeing 20 point leads get blown in the the second half, I'd like to see a wire to wire basketball game. Like, I need to see, at the most, a 10 point lead. But then I want to see multiple lead changes as it gets into the fourth quarter. Like, I want to be on the edge of my seat, and none of these games are really putting me there. I don't think Miami wants to play like that, though. Miami does not, but Boston would be the team that benefits from it because they got bucket getters. Like, uh, Miami pulled this out by the skin of it. Now, granted, Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler weren't there. Tyler Hero just was there, just not there. But again, you got, you, they had a great yeah. defensive effort by Oladipo. That to me, That's, like I said, their, won their that game. Looked terrible in the fourth quarter. But, so they just the refs were calling a good amount of fouls. So it was like they just really needed to wait to get to the bonus. Mm-hmm. And once they got mm-hmm. to the bonus, it was kind of home free. But then they had stupid technical fouls as well at the end. Like they took themselves out of the game at the end. Like. What are you gonna do? You can't do that shit. Just move on. Hopefully, game four is better. Be. But uh, you got anything else? No, sir. This is a quick one. Nice, nice, tidy. Me, you don't really have any animosity like the rest of these guys. Are we usually agree on things, except your stupid Tracy McGrady take. But that's that's not for today. That's not for today. It's not. It's not for the. It's a bad take. It's a bad take. Don't fucking play with me, Michael. It's a bad take. Don't fucking play with me, Michael. Don't. You don't want the ire. You do. You do not want any of this smoke, Michael. At no take. There's no point. Is is that take accurate? Prime, not prime. First year, eighth year, twenty fifth year. He's never been a top three shooting guard. He's never been the best player in the league. He's never at any point in his career been the best player in the league, and you want to put him top three all time. How? Dwayne Wade's been considered the best player in the league? Never. Never has Dwayne Wade ever been considered the best player in the league that has Kobe Bryant in it, that has LeBron James in it. MVP conversation. McGrady has also been an MVP conversation. 2002. There was there was no time when 2002 when he was fucking dropping 33 points a game. 
He was not winning the MVP. He was he was in the conversation. Dwayne Wade was in the conversation. But you're not going to double check. But I think not... Dwayne Wade has a top three MVP finish. Yes, he does. In uh, the year Kobe won. Yeah, I I would. I'm very confident. Jason Wade is not even that. Hey man, I'll take this the is... six eight shooting guard who could do it all. Six eight gunner. That's what he is. Gunner. He was efficient. He was not efficient. He was efficient. He's not efficient. In his prime, he was efficient. Better three point shooter than Dwayne Wade. Okay. Better in the post than Dwayne Wade. Are you too? Better mid range game than than Dwayne Wade. Lies. Lies. Tracy McGrady is one of the most talented scorers ever, ever, ever. So lie. You're 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 a hater. Trace McGrady is the fucking man. And if he didn't have any injuries and had a clean, if he had a clean career, people would be talking about Trace McGrady like he's the third best shooting guard of all time. And that's, that's, he was the only guy giving Kobe buckets. The only guy giving Kobe buckets. I'm, I would have to disagree. And he did have, he did have injuries. So uh, Money 900 agrees with me. Yeah, no. That's fine. You can all be wrong. <laughs> you can all be wrong. That's fine. Like, I'm not saying that he... Uh, no, you are saying he's that he's not a good. top 10. He's, no, he's good. I know he's good. I know he's good. He's a probably... You also told probably, me you would take Vince over him, and that's I crazy. Would, in my opinion, that's I crazy Vince to me. Carter over Vince prime Vince. Vince Carter over Prime T-Mac. You yep, are I would crazy. Take, I would take Vince. I would take Vince, but... I do think Trace McGrady is a top 10 all-time shooting guard. I, I do think that. But three? No. I think no he, way. Yeah. No way. No. He's not even in the top five. Not even in the top five. You're cra- Again, you're crazy. That's fine. You could be wrong. It must it must be great being wrong in that mind of yours. It's, it, it, like, it's, it's crazy that you can watch. You, you, like, watch Trace McGrady play, and you're like, nah. Watch them play. You're like, watch nah, them play. absolutely not. Watch them. Watch them lose a lot. Fucking crazy. Watch watch them lose a whole lot. (laughs) Go find me another shooting guard who had to go through the bullshit that he went through. Listen, he is, his injuries are part of His injuries and his teammates' injuries. But, like, I can make, well, that's another thing, too, but... His... It's like like Tracy has, like, the most unfair career ever. Where he's like never meant to succeed. I would say this. I mean, I can make that argument for Chris Paul. You can, but Chris Paul has advanced and gotten there and has never won a game seven. Yeah. So, and has a like a history of like underperforming in the playoffs. He has, yes, he has not come up big in, in, in clutch games. But, I mean, he has a string of bad luck too. He's gotten hurt. Then he had Blake get hurt. Then, I mean, it's... But it's like an every year thing with him. That's why yeah, it's like, oh, the year. inevitable Chris Paul it, injury, the inevitable Chris Paul bad game, and then the Scott Foster games. And the Scott Foster thing, which is just ridiculous. To me, it's still hilarious that he like, literally has never won a Scott Foster officiated playoff game. And I, I, I'm telling you, I'm with the conspiracy theorists. I don't think that that's a coincidence. Scott Foster is the is the new guy for the NBA. Where it's like, hey, you want a series to be extended? 
you bring Scott Foster in, but like somebody go tell Boston that because every time he's officiated a Boston Celtics game, the Celtics win. The Celtics won game six, and that's where uh, Scott Foster officiated home in Milwaukee. And then he officiated game four in Brooklyn. Which you would have thought Brooklyn would have won that. But, that, but Brooklyn was in that game. And and Scott Foster was doing everything in his power to keep Brooklyn in that game. This is true. This is true. And then we had the Blake game, where Blake was just going sick. <laughs> but... So, uh, we, we can't talk about that anymore. So, yes. Oh, we have one. Yes. Uh, yes, you are the only one that fits that. Just <laughs> if you were wondering, yes, you're the only one. Um, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back here again. What's tomorrow? Sunday? We'll be back Sunday. here tomorrow. These days are all blown together. We got a lot together. going on tomorrow. We do have a lot. <laughs> I'd be I'd be okay with skipping uh, a post game tomorrow. We'll see how tomorrow goes, yeah. Because tomorrow is going to be a tough one, especially because I got a lot of work to do. We've got a lot, lot of filming, remote stuff to do, and we got a lot of learning how to use this equipment (laughs) to do on the fly too. It's a lot going on tomorrow, so we'll see. Keep guys. Last time you see me with this fucking mop. Uh, me too. Last time we we cleaned up. Cleaned up nice. It's uh it's it's Hoochie Daddy Summer. Thighs out, <laughs> chest out. We're out here. I, so yeah, I mean we will yeah, yeah, here you go. I mean it's just the two of us, but you gonna have it solo. Uh underscore podcast poppy underscore on all uh social media platforms. Appreciate everybody who's uh texted me, uh left comments, shared the podcast. You guys are the reason we keep doing it and your continued support is much appreciated. So thank you guys. We're out here grinding uh, through through these post games, uh, trying to just make it through. Definitely. I echo those sentiments. We are grinding. That is an understatement. I'm about to have a stiff drink. Maybe I still <laughs> got to get ready. I mean, I still got things to do for tomorrow, so I prob- I'm, I'm lying. But thank you for watching all the platforms that we're on, Twitch, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you find us, we appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, we do do this for you guys. We appreciate We do get to hear and see the feedback. We appreciate the love. We're only trying to get better. We like better. Like I said, we do have more special guests coming, more fun, more craziness coming. If you want to be on, just let us know. Hit us up. We'll we'll figure out a way to get you in here. But uh, oh, if I was I A M underscore N D J on all the socials. Shout out to the OTTR podcast. Um, and yeah, that is all that we have for tonight. Nice, clean, crisp episode. And uh, I will end it with that. Fuck Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that's that's not fuck that guy. That's... He's a stinky bitch. He's, he's a bad quarterback. He's still he better is than your not. quarterback. He's a bum. He's, he's a fucking bum. He's, he's better a than that quarterback in bum. Minnesota. He's a bum. Better. Bum. And uh 
I can't wait to, uh, I'm actually going to put it down a $5 since um, DraftKings wants to have Titans over under at nine. So, take the under. Feel? That's how you feel? Take, take the under. Over. Take that over.